floating shelves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's that? We're going to put a lot of weight on something with no support? Yeah. Got it. (laughs) That sounds like my motherhood experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened to my pelvic floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Damn! Okay, well, should we get this show on the road? Erin? Mm-hmm. You want to give me your goddamn? Oh, okay. Ah! Listen, yeah. it's not that... I'm listening. I've been listening this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I'll start now. <laughs> oh, what am I supposed to do with these earbuds? <laughs> so, it's not that fucking exciting or... I don't know, life-altering. Well, it was pretty life-altering to me. Ooh. I'll just tell you. Okay, so, I like that. <laughs> yeah. My kid was, he was running at me, and I grabbed him by the hips and then flung him up to where his, like, legs went over my shoulders, right? Yeah. Like, you pick him up, like, upside down, yeah. right? So then his head is at, like, my crotch region, but he's facing out. And so then I'm just, like, walking around, holding him by the hip. His legs are over my shoulders, and I'm like, oh, look at daddy, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And um, then he farted on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking felt it. <laughs> oh, God. Had he not been wearing pants, he probably would have shit on my fucking chin. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I've never been farted on the chin before. Really? I have you? I I don't know. I'm not a lesbian. (laughs) Do they fart on each other's chins? (laughs) During the act of lovemaking, maybe. Um, No, I don't think I've ever been farted on on my chin. No, it's an experience, and it has changed my life negatively. Uh, yeah. Did you drop him or did you continue holding him? I flung him forward like, what the fuck was that? And Brandon was there and just started dying. Like, did he just shit on your chin? And I was like, he just shit on my chin. And then he was laughing really hard. Like, he tried. He tra- It wasn't like an accident. He was like... He held it and waited for that moment. He was like, uh, well, I'm sure that he was in that moment. And then he was like, you know what would be really funny? Mom thinks farts are funny. I'm going to fart on fucking <laughs> you, chin. You did this to yourself. <laughs> I know. But usually he oh does it on dad. Oh, my God, that's great. Yeah. So <laughs> I will never forget what it felt like to have a fucking fart blasted right under my nose. <laughs> you just wake up at night in cold sweats because yeah. you feel it. You think you wouldn't like be able to feel shutters. the air because of the shorts or whatever? No, like I felt vibrations. Oh, so it was a good one. It was a, it was a big one. You know, so that's, that's where my life went. How about you? Okay. So give me your goddamn. Well... I don't know if this is just my mom or everybody's mom. It's probably everybody's. Let's, let's <laughs> exactly, hear it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But my mom likes to try to pawn shit off on me. And mm. since my dad has passed away, she is purging the fuck out of everything that she's like, I don't want this thing anymore. Why do we have this thing? It's because she kept it for as long as your dad was like, we could still use that old third VCR. And you're like, no, exactly. we fucking can't, dad. <laughs> exactly. And so she's trying to pawn all the shit off on me. And I'm usually really good about being like, nope, 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 don't want any of your shit. I don't need the fucking fly cover for a picnic that you had back in 93. I don't want the old fucking spoons that you got from the one time you ordered KFC and they came with extras. Like, I don't want any of this shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, don't pawn your trash off on me. Like, it's some You pe- ruin the environment. Yeah. Don't put some, it in the trash. Some people in my life I have to take and throw away for them. Like, yeah. yes, I will take that. And then I just throw it away. Don't mm-hmm. tell anyone. But 
I'm only this, telling a few thousand of our closest friends. Right? Shh. Don't tell anybody. Uh, so recently, my mom was like, hey, Stace, I've got a bunch of shit here for you. And in my head, I was like, fuck. Like, I don't have any room in my house for anything. It's, everything's a domino. We've talked about this before. Fucking booby traps all over the goddamn house. And so I was like, okay, I'll take a look. And then I get there, and it was like, all of this stuff that suddenly I'm emotionally fucking attached to. Oh, like, no. Like, I'm emotionally attached to this goddamn juicer from 1997. Because mm-hmm. one time Dad made a fucking smoothie with it, and it was the best goddamn smoothie you ever had. Even and I need it. Even though it was just it. strawberry and ice. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, there's three things I'm attached to. This is fucking sick. Okay, I, it's not even sick. It's just like, what? I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have all of these things in my house now. One is that, like, fucking... Not Ron Swanson. What's the dude that said it? And forget it. I don't know his name, but the motherfucker oh. who created a rotisserie chicken thingy. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. said it and forget it. Well, now I am the proud owner of one of those. <laughs> <laughs> because my fucking parents made two rotisserie chickens in it this whole goddamn time. They've had it. I remember when they got it for like Christmas. My grandpa was there. Like, it's literally I have mental issues. Like, it's all nostalgia is oh, the only no. reason I'm keeping this shit. Yeah. But also I have to justify it. So now I'm going to use everything. Like, yeah. we are going to get some Cornish hens. <laughs> and I'm going to learn to fucking set it, and forget it. set it and forget it. The second thing is like this giant crab pot, like a stainless steel like oh, those are good to have though those are solid to have but this thing is like literally for a crab cook-off and um hello i was just gonna say literally only me my dad and my brother would ever do this and eat this and now my brother lives forever away which is like two hours away an hour away something like that and I'm sorry excuse me invite me yeah you and i cannot eat this much crab that this thing would hold like we could go buy like four fucking nah i could eat like so many crab i was gonna say but not that pot bet. full that pot is huge bet Give me a day. Listen, I'm still down for it. Okay. But also, Brandon, he'll eat fucking crab. Will he? Yeah, he will. Okay. He'll get down on some crab. Okay, so anyway, I was like, no, I got to have that. Because one, I know in my head, uh, literally, I'm turning into my fucking parents. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a good pot. Like, I don't know what I need that for, <laughs> but like, that's like fucking $40 at least. Yeah, you know? yeah. We could probably even brew with it. That's how big it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You okay. want to borrow our sous vide? You could fucking hook that bitch up. Yeah. There you go. I'll sous vide so many V's? Yeah, you To all the V's. <laughs> and then this fucking juicer. My son is, like, wanting to juice everything. And I'm like, ugh, it's, gonna, it's hard to clean, kid. This is, <laughs> like, from, this is really too much effort. This, this is from the late 90s. Like, this is <laughs> Hamilton a lot Beach. Of moving parts. Lots of parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, is it mint green? Is that Hamilton Beach? That's the fucking blender like, I had. It's like it used to be white, but now it's that off-white tan mm, color. Yeah. And, and it's, parts of it are, like, more white than others because yeah. they were leaning against something. Legit, I popped this thing open, and I was like, it smells like my childhood. And Lee was like, oh, that's good. And I was like, not in a good way. Like, <laughs> like this needs to be washed before we use it. And then uh, washing it, I, like, popped the thing off to clean it. I don't think my dad knew that you could pop that thing off to clean it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It was It was a lot. But anyway, I juice fucking everything now. And by that, I mean I juiced all of the carrots in the fridge because we have literally enough carrots Ooh. to start a goddamn farm if you could start farms with just the carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, give a man a carrot. He'll juice the f- farm. Uh, <laughs> but nobody in my house eats that many fucking carrots. And yeah. so in my mom brain now, I'm like, oh, just juice the carrots because everybody loves carrot juice. I hate carrot juice. Do you hate carrot juice? I hate carrot I juice. I feel like carrot juice, carrots juiced would be really good. I don't like carrots. I don't like carrot juice. Oh. 
Anyway, so the end of my story is I juiced a bunch of carrots and then I was running around like my parents did when I was younger, being like, oh, does anybody want some fucking carrot juice? And nobody wants carrot juice, just for the record. <laughs> nobody wants carrot juice. But I made everybody in my family try some goddamn carrot juice. And every single person was like, it's not very good. And I was like, it's not bad, actually. It's really not that bad. And so I have a whole cup of carrot juice that I know very well that I am not going to drink. And I was hoping so bad that somebody in my family would like it so that it would get drank. Didn't happen. Not happening. I mean, it just happened tonight that I carrot, carrot juiced all this shit. Yeah. I, w- I took a step back and I was like, this is exactly what my parents did to me. <laughs> exactly. And they would juice random shit. And I'd be like, it's really bad. And they'd be like, well, we put an apple in it. I'm like, the apple is sour. <laughs> well, it didn't help. <laughs> you can't use Granny Smith, Dad. Like, put some fucking pineapples in there or something. That shit is oh, gross. yeah. And he's like, oh, I put a cucumber. And I'm like, that's worse. Maybe like, put some, I like cucumbers. Put but... some fucking cinnamon in there with the carrots. Do you want some carrot juice? If, I, I'm going to have to drink this carrot juice, just so you know. Yeah. Like, I have made a point in my life now. Yeah, Every morning like, I'm going to wake up and be like, had my carrot juice. It's probably it's really gone. good for you. You should throw broccoli in it. And oh, cinnamon. hell no. I'm not. It's going to be hard for me to eat this goddamn carrot juice. I don't know why I turned into Boomhauer there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is my life now. Uh, it's really good. You're really coming into your own parents. Okay. Are you ready to hear about some murder? Duh. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Super duper. Well, here on episode 140, 140. Whoop, whoop, I am going to tell you about Paula Denier. Okay. Okay. Paula. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Paula was originally born as Paul Denier mm-hmm. on April 14th, 1972 in Campbelltown, New South Wales, Australia. Okay. Okay. Her parents were British immigrants and she was one of six children. They moved to Melbourne and... At one point, when Paula was an infant, she rolled off of a bench and she hit her head. Oh, no. Paula's going to kill some people. Because <laughs> we're talking about an early head injury. <laughs> yeah. Well, this became a running joke in the family. Whenever she would say or do anything strange, everyone would be like, ah, it's because you fell on your head as a baby. Right? Okay. That is going to be my fucking youngest son. I say I Uh-oh. make those jokes all the time. I'm like, well, he was going to be a doctor. Now he has to be a lawyer. Yeah. I make those jokes, too. Although I did just see your baby Biffet this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't help that my oldest ran out like, he fell from the top bunk and we we're like, oh my god. Yeah, your older kid though, he made it sound like he was like swinging from the chandelier here and yeah. then fell. Yeah, yeah. When it wasn't it, nearly as dramatic. It wasn't. It was like two feet. Yeah. <laughs> Still shouldn't have happened, but at least it was on carpet, so. Yeah, no. And you have carpet. He's fine. Yeah. Not like our fucking hard drive that <laughs> <laughs> did not survive that Dude, same my fall. older son did not sur- well he survived but like he had to get fucking stitches yeah poor guy <sighs> house. anyway anyway yeah i'm a great mom we digress yep so paula was doing all right in school until the family had to move for her dad's job and at the new school she had a hard time fitting in mm-hmm. i remember she was technically paul at this point point in time so that might have led to some of her not being able to fit in so well with the other kids she didn't feel like herself yeah like probably acting different than you, how people are expecting exactly Paul kids are fucking act. brutal and so if you act a little different they're gonna be like pick on that thing my kids are brutal shit right all kids are brutal my kids are brutal too okay. back to the story okay either way she started gaining weight and not doing so great in school right mm-hmm. She started acting out at home, and when she was 11 years old, she cut the throat of her sister's teddy bear. Whoa, okay, okay. (laughs) Brought you up, brought you back down, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a journey, that one sentence. (laughs) That one sentence was a journey. But then she also cut the throat of the family kitten. 
Oh. And then hung it from a tree. Oh. Okay. That's good. I know somebody who was given a teddy bear. (laughs) I know that person. (laughs) I was like, you know, talk to this teddy bear. Grief teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't treat it appropriately either. (laughs) Which you can't even say it's not appropriately. Everyone handles grief differently. Oh, it's my favorite. I think about it often. It <laughs> makes me giggle. I thought about it when I was writing this. <laughs> and it made me happy. Oh, God. At any rate. So, you know, as a child, hurting Can't, animals. Yeah. That's kind of another one of those signs. Head injury, hurting animals. Yeah. Paula's not doing so hot. How old is she? Like teenagers? Or? 11. Oh, fuck. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Psycho shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> 13 would have been not quite a psycho. <laughs> Dude, at 11, I was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. At 11, if you would have asked me, like, okay, you're on a train track and my cat is on the train track. Ooh. And I only have enough time to save one of you. I would save the fucking cat. Mm. Maybe I'm, like, the opposite of a psycho. I mean, you would let a person die. That's also kind of psychotic. Maybe I'm worse than a psycho. Maybe. Is there a way that you can route it to hit both of them? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're more of the psycho. (laughs) Okay. So instead of trying to fit in with the other kids at school and stuff, Mm -hmm. she instead decided to become obsessed with and start a collection of knives and slingshots. Yes. Yeah. For it. (laughs) (laughs) When she was 13, she attempted to steal a car, and the police kind of got involved about it. Damn. And then when she was 15, she was charged with assault on another student. Oh, shit. For forcing him to masturbate in front of some kids. Uh, what? Mm Mm-hmm. So. How do you force a student to masturbate in front of other kids? I don't know. She had a bunch of knives. Oh. You'd be like, masturbate. Now. <laughs> stab, stab. <laughs> so I guess Brandon going, you were pretty good at that. <laughs> stab, stab. Stab, stab. Careful or I will shank you. <laughs> Brandon says to the kids all the time, like if their dinner is hot or whatever, he'll mm-hmm. be like, Dad, can you blow on it? And he'll be like, ask your mom. She's really good at it. And I'm Lee like, does that shit all the fucking fuck time. Fuck you, man. All the fucking yeah. time. And then I'm like, he's going to remember this. Yeah. One day, he's going to become an adult. And, and he's like, like, God damn it, Dad. My mom was always really good at blowing on my dinner, and my dad said, so. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. So, Paula also apparently disemboweled uh, her friend's cat. Okay. And cut the throats of its kittens. No! I guess I should have put a trigger warning before that. Also, worst friend ever. Yeah. But no one knew that it was her that had done it at the time. My God. They're just like, my cat got fucking attacked, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. She was apparently obsessed with gory movies like The Stepfather and Halloween and Fear starring Marky Mark, which I have never seen. But Um, I was obsessed with those kind of movies too so i think everybody yeah was i've never seen the stepfather but that one kept being mentioned either. like they were fucking obsessed with the stepfather and i was like i don't even know what that is i haven't either but i had a real obsession with the movie halloween yeah like fucking seen every goddamn halloween and i don't know if you know this but there's a million mm. and when like halloween h2o or whatever came out a fucking in theaters first in h2o <laughs> like water Halloween yeah. water? Yeah. Yeah. It might I, be ha- Halloween 20. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I watched the Halloween movies, but I did not get obsessed with them. I think I've probably seen one. 
I was really obsessed with I did a case on one kid who was obsessed with the Halloween, the Rob Zombie Halloween. I remember that. Yeah. And he murdered people. Stuck in my head. So, like, don't murder everybody, okay? No, I won't. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of kids were obsessed with it or those type of movies. Yeah. But. But this one, a little little suspicious. (laughs) Yeah, this one's pretty suspicious on account of all the other stuff. Yeah. And then after school, she was like, I'm going to go join the police force, right? Oh, no. But. She failed the physical exam to get in because she was kind of an overweight person Okay. at the time. And then after that, she was having a hard time holding down a job and getting she kept getting fired for various reasons. Oh, shit. Some have said various reasons are when she worked at a grocery store, she was bringing in empty carts and deliberately knocked over a woman and child. What? Like, <laughs> like just, just shoved them? Yeah, like, well, bringing in the empty carts and just, like, fucking ran into them and shoved them down. And they're like, can't, you can't do that. <laughs> that's weird <laughs> what the fuck are you doing also like you have to have really good aim you know like yeah. you gotta like project where you want those carts to go yeah. if it's long enough or maybe the people walking were just like oh that person probably won't hit us with the carts and they're just walking in a straight line and they're like mm, fucking real though <laughs> <laughs> oh god I don't know but it's a strange thing to be fired for uh, I'm sure there was like other things but that was like the last straw yeah, you know, yeah like, like oh thank god she again. finally really fucked up Finally, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously she was fired from that job. But while she was working there, she met and started dating a woman named Sharon Johnson. Okay. Sure. And then, sure. <laughs> and then at the last place that she worked, she allegedly slaughtered and dismembered two goats next door to the job site. What the fuck? Please note that that is not why she was fired. Okay. She was fired from this one for spending more time making knives and daggers than working. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. You can't do your hobby at work. Yeah, yeah. And a follow-up to that is her job did not involve slaughtering anything. Okay. (laughs) At that place. Did it involve knives? I I think not really knives, but kind of. It was a marine workshop, which I don't know necessarily what the fuck that means, but I'm assuming Hmm. you make stuff like welding stuff or whatever like you know, marining workshopping stuff I don't oh. fucking know but like fucking manufacturing buoys yeah or something <laughs> like manufacturing a fucking gaff I don't know marine mm. <laughs> just, keep, just keep saying marine marine <laughs> boats <laughs> workshop for boats and, yeah. and then she was like I have a lot of access to metal I'm gonna make knives right Oh, okay. So, yeah, like with the scraps. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I don't know. I know. Like you can't make shank- shanks. You can't make shanks at work. Yeah. They frown upon that. Hard roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this job it was anyway. Yeah. Because she got fired for it. So then by the time Paula, which I should probably address at some point in this, I'm going to keep pa- calling her Paula and I'm going to keep calling her her because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be politically correct and I don't. I'm just dancing my way around this. I love it. But keep in mind that through all of this, she was identifying as a man. So she, Paula was Paul during all of this. Paula was Paul during all of this. Okay. So by the time Paula was 20 years old, she was six feet tall and pretty overweight. Mm-hmm. And she was going by the nickname. I don't know if she was really going by the nickname, but she was given the nickname John Candy because she resembled the actor John Candy, who was okay. a great big Overweight fella. Yeah. He's funny, right? She wasn't funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I can kind of see the resemblance in it, but that's kind of fucked up to say. Okay. Um, And then she moved in with Sharon, and they were living in an apartment in Frankston, which is a suburb of Melbourne. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And since Paula couldn't hold down a job, Sharon had to work two jobs to support them. Son of a bitch. I know. You better be doing the goddamn dishes. Or she better be doing it. I'm not going to be as good at this as you are. (laughs) Yeah, just say, you know, they a lot. I don't know. I'm trying. You're doing great. Although every article was different where they're like him and her. And so if I do mess up, I apologize. But also, this I'm gonna person's go ahead, kind of a dick. I was so. going to say, I'm going to go ahead and guess that Paula's a little bit of a dick, so it's yeah. probably fine. Yeah, so, you know, take that for what you will. But I will. Good, do it. Okay. So, Paula was at home all day. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what? Bending over at the waist, putting <laughs> CDs in. Putting DVDs into go. DVD players. <laughs> Hardest job in the world. <laughs> Sending the kids to bed early on some trumped up charges. <laughs> I love that guy. <sighs> okay, so Paula was at home all day, and one of the ways that she found to occupy her time was breaking into neighbors' apartments. Oh, good. Okay. Gotta get some thrill. Yeah. One neighbor came home to find that her apartment had been broken into and her clothes and engagement pictures had been slashed. That's a quote. Okay. I thought you were going to say stolen, but slashed is a little more psychotic. It's a little more like, look what I fucking did. Yeah. 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 Like, like, I hate you. I'm mad at you. Yeah. Right? Weird. Weird. Another neighbor reported someone peering through their windows. No, thank you. But they couldn't identify the person. No, thank you. Uh, Yeah. Fuck that. Right? Uh -uh. Mm -mm, mm Uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So Paula and Sharon made friends with one of their neighbors, Trisha. Okay. And Trisha often had her sister Donna, Donna Varnes, over to visit. So the four of them would hang out pretty often, right? Mm -hmm. And then Donna started to get weird phone calls at her house. She lived in another apartment complex that was relatively close, but not the same one, right? Okay. And Donna had a boyfriend named Les and a little baby. Aw. Yeah. She was getting super weirded out by these strange prank phone calls, so she didn't want to stay in her apartment alone. Okay. So one night, Donna waited for Les to finish work, and then they headed back to her apartment together. They're over at uh, this other apartment complex. No, no. Donna is Trisha's sister. Trisha is the neighbor of Sharon and Paula. Okay. So and they're in a different apartment complex. Gotcha. But she was, like, getting weird phone calls and stuff. And she's like, this is strange. I don't want to be home alone. Don't want to go home alone. So she waited for her boyfriend to get off work. And then now they're going to go home. They're going to go home. Trigger warning on this. Okay. Fucking big one. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. They get to her apartment at about 11 p.m. And when they get inside, they found that Donna's cat had been killed and left in the middle of the room. No. There were. Oh, my God. Where's the baby? The baby's okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Again, Oof. it's not that big of a trigger warning, but it's a fucking... I don't like it. Okay. So, there were provocative pictures of women thrown over the cat's body. Ew. And in blood on the wall was written, Dead Dawn. Creepy. Like, like Donna, like D-O-N, Dawn. Okay. The cat had been disemboweled. Okay. And the person had flung the blood all over the apartment and kitchen. That's so rude. And written in blood on another wall, Donna, you're dead. Okay, so I'm guessing somebody ran out of blood, and that's why they ended with Dawn. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Which I don't know why I'm hung up on, but just solve the mystery. <laughs> I mean, you you might be onto something, but I feel like you would have seen like the attempt, you know, when you like run out of ink <laughs> on a pen and you keep scribbling and you're like, God damn it, but you can see the impression. 
Maybe you could. Did you see a picture? I did not. Uh, I didn't want to look uh, for that. No. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. So, pretty fucking creepy messages, right? Yeah. And that's not even the end of it. I'm confused about how I'm guessing Paula even knows who the fuck Dawn is. Donna? Donna. Sorry. See, I just nicknamed her Dawn in my head. (laughs) This is how I keep up. (laughs) Paula was neighbors with Trisha. Trisha had her sister Donna over at their apartment all the time, so Paula and Sharon got to know Trisha and Donna. Okay. And they would hang out often. Okay. And then now, on the other fucking, not even side of town, but just... Yeah, other apartment complex. Other apartment fucking complex. Paula is getting in on Donna. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. And so that's not even the end of this little fucking... Endeavor. Scene. Okay. Apparently, the cat had kittens. Ugh. And the kittens were found in the baby's bathtub. Okay. With their throats slit. Ew. The person had ransacked the home, pulling out every drawer, ripping her and her baby's clothes apart. What the fuck? Yeah. What's up with the clothes? I don't know. Is Paula still Paul now? Yeah. Like, do you think this is something where they're, like, mad that, like, I want to be a woman and dress in women's clothing and I can't, so I have this, like, fucking, what's it called? Uh, Complex? Uh, Anger? Uh, rage? Uh, it starts with an R. Resentment? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's like we live in each other's heads. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Paula comes out later and does say that. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. is a big Because it's it. fucking odd. Like, I would be terrified. First of all, I'd be mortified that, like, my kitten and cats, the whole fucking family of animals just died. Yeah. And I have a mess to clean up. But then I'd be like... <laughs> Really confused by, like, the naked pictures and then the clothes. I'd be like, I'm just gonna leave the state. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Not ever come back here. I'd be pretty pissed that I had to buy all new clothes, too. Yeah. I don't even buy new clothes. As it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Same. But that's such a chore. I don't know. That's a... a fucking horrendous scene to come home to and to, like, unpack. Like, what the fuck is happening here, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, as a police officer or something? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? hmm Like, clearly this is the work of a psychopath. That's crazy. So, ripping the clothes apart and stuff, the person also was, like, kicking and breaking the cupboards in the kitchen. So, Ugh. all the fucking cupboards Not are the broken. the cupboards. That shit's expensive. <laughs> That's an apartment. That's yours. true. Get the maintenance main. And they flung the blood all over fucking literally everything, Mm. right? There was another lady picture placed on the baby's crib. Ew. Yeah. A lady picture. Lady picture. Like a provocative lady picture. picture. Some of them said that they were pornographic pictures, and some of them said it was like bikini-clad women. So So it's like somebody ripped up a fucking Playboy is what I'm imagining. Yeah, basically. Okay. And then in shaving cream on a mirror was written, Donna and Robin. Okay. Donna didn't know any Robins, and she was like, well, this fucking apartment is dead to me, right? That's weird. Also, shaving cream stayed on the mirror? Like it didn't drip down? I guess. It said it was in white shaving cream. I imagine it's that big foamy. Mm-hmm. And how big is this mirror? Because that's some accurate writing with <laughs> shaving cream. That's a lot cream. of letters. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking too I don't know I didn't really think about all that until right now that's a really good point maybe they just like dip their finger in it oh maybe maybe and then okay. it just left like yeah. a then there'd be fingerprints I'm guessing I don't really know right yeah well either way Donna was like I don't know who the fuck Robin is but, but like, I'm out of here I'm out of here and I'm never coming back to this apartment yeah. right she's like fuck that you're like you're just gonna have a mess to clean up she's like uh maintenance this yeah. is your problem now yeah later losers I don't even have any clothes to pack up yeah 
or furniture because it's covered in blood. Yeah, I don't need that. I'll buy new shit. That's right. Made of money, bitch. Yeah, I was going to say, act like I'm made of money. <laughs> I'll scrub my fucking poor dead cat's blood off this crib. Yeah, I literally gave you a couch that I know somebody shit on. <laughs> it was a good couch. <laughs> it was a good couch. I had that couch for a while. <laughs> I have a non-shitty couch now. You don't I, know that. <laughs> that's fair. This is also a hand-me-down couch. <laughs> okay, so Donna took her baby, and she went and stayed with her sister, Trisha. Okay. Right fucking next door. (laughs) Who lives right fucking next door to Paula. Yeah. And Paula was shocked to hear about what had happened to Donna, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How could this possibly happen to you? Yeah. If the police ever catch who did it, I'm going to take care of them for you. Like, I got your back, right? Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. She ride or die, bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, an 18-year-old girl named Elizabeth Stevens, who had just moved to Melbourne from Tasmania the previous month, for school. Mm-hmm. She was living with her aunt and uncle. She got off a bus on Friday, June 11th, and her uncle expected her to be home by 8 p.m. Oh, God. But when she still hadn't shown up by 10 p.m. How old is she? 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. She's all right. For some reason, I was thinking 13. Oh, yeah. Like a child? Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. Well, it's pretty late to be out riding yeah. a bus by yourself. Yeah. But when she still hadn't shown up by 10 p.m., he went out looking for her. Good. When he had no luck, he called the police at about 1 a.m. Oh, man. Dude, we take for granted the fact that we have cell phones. Oh, my God, right? You would know so much sooner, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, her phone's off. She's not answering. Something's She wrong. said she was on her way home. Yeah. 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 So the police started searching for her. But I guess the weather was really bad, so there wasn't much that they could do at that time. sorry it's raining i don't want to get wet i literally cannot imagine weather bad enough to not be able to look for a person but also i grew up in san San diego Diego, so So, uh what time of year ish Mm, june in australia it's not even like oh i don't even know what fuck june in australia i'm pretty sure they're snowing like they're snowing during (laughs) our summer (laughs) that makes a little more sense yeah so maybe it was like a fucking is it like cold as fuck for them right now i have no idea I don't... This is one of those things that I need to Google now. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. leave and I'm going to Google and I'll be like, oh, yeah, we were right. Makes a lot of sense. Or I'm going to be like, oh, we're dumb. <laughs> That's probably the more accurate one. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the actual response. Yeah. <laughs> so the weather was bad. Yeah. So there's nothing that they could do at that time. Okay. And then the next morning, a man found her body <gasps> partially clothed mm. at Lloyd Park Reserve. Okay. She had been strangled... Stabbed six times. Jesus. Her throat had been cut, and there was a crisscross pattern carved into her chest with four long cuts going from, like, her breast down to her abdomen, and then four long cuts going from, like, left to right up at an angle. Like, up at an angle to make, like, a hatch mark. Like, I'm thinking, like, Zorro, and then Zorro backwards? No, like, four going down, and then four going, like, up at an angle. Like the pound sign? Kind of, but with four lines instead of two and two. Okay. Oh. And at an angle instead of just straight across. I don't know why the angle is important, but everyone was like, what the actual fuck, right? That's weird. Yeah. Like cut from side to side, basically, and from top to bottom. Mm Mm-hmm. My God. Her nose had been broken, and there was bruising all over her face. Oh. Luckily, she had not been sexually assaulted. Okay. I guess that's lucky. Yeah. Right side. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had bruising all over her fucking face, so she got the shit beat out of her first. I mean, yeah, and she had a pretty horrific death. Were those, like, hatch marks or whatever on her body created post-death or before death? Were they deep know. enough to cause death? Like, I don't know. Oh, Lord. I don't know. Oh, no. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck that. So police are obviously losing their minds trying to fucking uh, catch this person. Like, uh, yeah. Hey, guys, we got a psychopath on loose, right? Psycho killer. <laughs> What's the next line? I don't know. That's not funny. So they set up a life-size mannequin with the clothing that she had been wearing, hoping that someone would recognize, like, seeing that person. What the fuck? I This is a normal thing in other countries. I've heard about this on multiple occasions where they're like, this is the last thing that this kid was wearing when he went missing. And they put up a mannequin, like, where he was missing. What? And, like, do you remember seeing anything like this? But they know who she is. They're doing this to see if anybody saw anything to give them clues. They're trying to be like, hey, did anybody see this person? Oh, fuck. That's weird. Maybe with somebody. I mean, it's got to help, right? I mean, it has to. I just haven't seen that in I just don't know if my brain is good enough to be like, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I feel like I would look at that and be like, well, now I have. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or if they weren't doing something super odd, I'm not going to remember. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, every time I go pick up my kids, there's this dude on the side of the road rapping. And, like, I know that he's rapping because he is fucking crushing it and he's got a microphone. But, like, I don't know why he's doing it there. But, like, I will forever – I'll be like, he was wearing a blue blue hoodie (laughs) and, like, acid-washed jeans and he was crushing it. (laughs) So if anything happens to him, he's good. Yeah, but you got to be doing something worth your looking at. Otherwise, I won't remember. I don't even, half the time I don't even know what you were wearing, you know? That's fair, yeah. I'll be like, I spent all fucking day with her. (laughs) I borrowed her clothes. (laughs) Brandon asked me every time I get home, what was Stacy's goddamn? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why would I remember that? It was like three hours ago. We never remember. That's why they're not in the descriptions anymore. (laughs) We listen back and we still don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Something's happening in her life. That's why I would. Eyewitness shit is bad. Right. Okay, so they put up a mannequin okay, yeah. to be like, she was here, and this is what she looked like. Did you see anything? Did you see anything suspicious possibly with her and another person or whatever, right? So then about a month later, on July 8th, a 41-year-old woman named Rosa Toth got off a train and started walking home. She had to walk through Seaford North Reserve to get home, and it was... Almost 6 p.m. when she saw a man hanging around outside the bathrooms of this park reserve place, right? Okay. She passed by him, and he attacked her from behind. No. He said that he had a gun, and he dragged her, like, further into the park, right? Oh, God, no. She was like, not today, motherfucker. Good. And she started to fight back as hard as she could. Uh Uh-huh. She bit his hand, biting his finger to the bone. Ah, lordy. He pulled out clumps of her hair while he was trying to, like, restrain her. Yeah. She was just, like, dropping that shit like lizard's tails. (laughs) Basically. She's like, nope, fuck that piece of hair in particular. I don't need that shit. What if you could do that? That would be so handy. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That would be. Yeah. But she was able to get away. She was able to flag down a car and be like, hey, there's a fucking sus-ass guy over there, right? Yeah, good. And, and the guy took off. She lost her shoes in the process, but she lived, right? <laughs> Fuck shoes. <laughs> Fuck shoes. I don't even need shoes. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. So she calls the cops, and they show up fucking immediately because they're good. like, this is weird, right? Yeah. We just had something very similar. Well, not similar, but we had a woman attacked. being attacked. Yeah. yeah. 
And there was no trace of the man. So police did a sketch of her attacker, who she described as having a round face and blue eyes, 18 to 20 years old. This John Candy-looking motherfucker. This John Candy-looking motherfucker, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they were like, all right, which John Candy? Like, Uncle Buck? <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> That's John Candy, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well. Anyway. Either way. That same night, a 22-year-old woman named Deborah Freem was going to the store to pick up some milk for dinner at about 7 p.m. She had given birth to her son, She's Jake. picking up milk for dinner at 7 p.m.? Yeah. That's a forgotten ingredient for sure. Because it's past dinner time. I thought so, too. I thought it was weird. But she had her friend over. Maybe they're having, like, a late dinner. They were also going to have omelets for dinner. What? So it feels kind of like breakfast night. Omelets. You know? <laughs> like, let's just do something crazy. Just do we like, have mimosas? Omelets. <laughs> By the way, you could totally get away with making omelets with water. Like, you don't have to walk to the store for milk. Well, she was taking her car. You don't have to go to the store for milk. For omelets? I wouldn't make omelets if I didn't have the ingredients for omelets. Is milk a required ingredient in your omelet? No. 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 See? Well, also, she had given birth to her baby boy named Jake Mm -hmm. 12 days before this. Jesus Christ. She's uh, doing everything. This is not a time to go out and, like, go to the store, right? Oh, God. Also, is she going to get raped? No. Oh, thank God. Also, her friend was over. Her friend could go get milk. Bitch, I just gave birth. Yeah. So her friend is watching the kid while she goes to go get milk. Honestly, I would go get milk. I'd be like, no, no, it's a needed ingredient. (laughs) You're going to watch the kid? I have to go get milk. It's going to take a few hours. (laughs) I'll be back when my tits hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's making a little more sense now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. But by 8 p.m., when she still hadn't come home, I guess the store was, like, pretty close, right? hmm Her friend called her boyfriend in the police and hospitals and was like, has there been a fucking accident? Like, what the hell's going on? She's yeah. gone for a long time. That's weird, right? She also has a newborn at home, and I'm over it. Right? Yeah, come get your baby. I'm sure that's not what the friend said, but the friend was male, so maybe. They were like, I don't know, it's crying. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, what do I do? I don't know what to do. She said she'd be right Help. back. Help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she's her friend is like, can somebody come take this kid. I, yeah. I don't know I'm what to do. to drop this thing off at the fire station. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't show up. <laughs> it's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> I like how as soon as it's a man, we're like, this, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, oh God. my God. Okay. We're assholes. Yeah, I know. I know it, though. Yeah. Okay At least we admit it. it. Mm-hmm. Also, some men can take care of kids. Case in point. We have two of them who have been forced to figure it out. <laughs> who have learned how to take care of kids. Oh, God. Okay. So, obviously, there's an investigation to find her. Yeah. Unfortunately, her body was found four days oh. later by a farmer. She was in one of his animal paddocks and had been strangled and stabbed in the neck, head, and chest area. Jesus. 24 times. Whoa. That's a lot of times. Also, paddock. 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 That, that is that one word I was looking for that one episode when I was like, what do they call a bunch of cows? A paddy? I was so close with paddock. Oh. And you made fun of me, and it's definitely hurt, which I, you deserve, I deserve to be made fun of. But paddock. Yeah. Is this, are you learning that now? Are you, like, just bringing it back? Yeah. 
Yeah, nice, nice. That's the one word I was trying to think of because you said that word on another episode yeah. where home also dude was in like Australia. Yeah, yeah. Fucking sheep and making ar- argon, argoil, argyle, uh, argyle, <laughs> Kashmir. Yeah, that whole thing, <laughs> that whole goat thing. <laughs> All so, right. Anyway, anyway, so she was in a paddock. Yeah, she was out in the farmer's paddock. Now, was it close to the store? You was know, this I far don't away? know. I don't hmm. know. It was in town. I mean, the same town. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it was, like, closer on the way or anything. Oh, God. But she had not been sexually assaulted. Okay. So there is that. Oh, my God. This poor woman. That poor baby. Doesn't uh, even get to know his mommy. Yeah. So later, according to Paula... She said that Deborah had gone into the store to get milk and left her car unlocked. Oh, God. And Paula hid in the back seat. No, thank you. Until Deborah got back in her car, had driven for a little bit, and then she <gasps> popped up and was like, yo, uh, <gasps> this is a fucking kidnapping. But no, thank I, you. I'm sure she didn't say that. I'm <laughs> this is a stick up. This is a stick up. But she jumped up and was like, yo, <gasps> fucking, I'm abduct- abducting you. That I don't is know like what one to of my- say. No, I got it. <laughs> we know. We understand where this is going. She probably might not even said anything. It was just like, I'm here. And fucking. I'm just now imagining if I were to pop up in someone's backseat and be like, I am abducting you. You just pop up and you're like, fuck, I didn't think of what I should say. I've been practicing my lines this whole time. I'm pretty sure if you just show up in someone's car, you're not expected to say anything. That's probably fair. The other person is going to say something. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then you'd be like, just keep driving. Right? Yeah. 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 It was probably one of those. That makes more sense. But also, that is like one of my biggest fears. And every time I get into the car at night, I like fucking check everything. Literally every time I'm leaving your house. Yes. I'm like, just double check in the back seat. Every time I leave your house, when we used to record at your house, mm-hmm. and then all the way down the hill, I'm like checking my fucking mirror all the time to make sure nobody's back there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I checked. Like, where the fuck are they going to hide? I don't know. It just freaks me out. Yeah. No, I get it. Also, pretty embarrassing fucking choice of music that I've got going on. <laughs> Just that's the reason I don't want someone in my backseat. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Now, oh, fuck that shit. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Rock that shit all day long. So now the police are like, fuck, we have a serial killer, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Is, it's official. We got to do some shit, right? Make it Facebook. So the media calls him the Frankston serial killer. Oh, God, we give him a nickname. Very original. (laughs) Frankston's a town. Yeah, I gotcha. (laughs) They were like, in this town, we have a serial killer. (laughs) I'm going on break. (laughs) (laughs) And the media was giving out tips on how to avoid being murdered. Oh, well, I feel like everybody needs those tips. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I guess the town turned into like a fucking, everybody's a suspect and nobody was like leaving their house at night. There was like nobody on the streets, whatever, right? Yeah. However, uh-huh. at about 2.30 p.m., a female postal worker saw a yellow Toyota Corona. <laughs> it does say Corona in this article. That has got to be a typo. I thought so, too. I was like, it's probably Corolla, right? And then I was like, I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> I should have Googled it. Should I just Google it? I'll Google it. God damn it. <laughs> If it's a thing, I swear to God. It's a thing. Okay. Get out of here. (laughs) I like how I would have corrected that and been like, this is a typo. I guess it depends on the source. It's okay. Well, it's like an Australian fucking car. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're in Australia. Yeah, we're in Australia. That's why I was like, it's probably normal. I don't know why that matters. (laughs) They're different. Different. (laughs) They have different cars there. So that's what they had. (laughs) 
<laughs> there was a yellow Toyota Corona. Okay. Without a license plate. Oh, suspicious. Mm-hmm. There was a man inside the car who was using binoculars. Okay, creepy. And just all around fucking acting suspicious, right? Yeah. So this postal worker was like, that's fucking weird enough to call the police, especially since we have the Frankston serial killer on the loose, right? What if home dude is legit just like bird watching at 2.30 in the afternoon? Well, then the cops can come and be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, bird watching at 2.30 in the afternoon. Here's my books about birds. And they'll be like, all right, carry on. Get a license plate. Right? Smart. It's worth it to call it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so... And I'm guessing that's not where this is going, but I'm just curious. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, for the for the avid bird watcher. For the record. <laughs> but this, this motherfucker is also, fucking it up for all of us. <laughs> right. This is also the 90s, so she doesn't have, like, a cell phone or anything. So she has to stop at, like, a nearby mm. house, and she calls the cops. And while she's on the phone with the cops, she sees a girl walk onto the trail that was nearby. Mm. And then she saw the man see the girl. <gasps> so she's watching the shit um, play, yeah. unfold, mm-hmm. play out. Mm-hmm. Play All in, of those play things. out. No play dignity, a... <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and then the man ran out to the trail as well. Oh, no. And so she's like, hey, cops, Come now it's even more suspicious, right? Yeah, yeah. So that girl was 17-year-old Natalie Russell. She had been walking home from school taking the same shortcut that she always took that passed between two golf courses. Mm-hmm. And when the police arrived to check out the suspicious-looking truck, they checked around the vehicle in the area, noting the registration number on it, like the VIN number or whatever. Yeah. And they tried knocking on homes nearby to see if anybody owned this car, but they weren't having any luck. And then they got called to another call. So before the owner came back or they could find him or anything, they were like, eh, we got the fucking VIN number. We good. It's probably nothing. It's just a weird-ass car out here. And Did they, they not left. think to, like, go look in between the two golf courses or whatever because that lady saw him go down there? I don't know if they, like, attempted to or not, but they got a more pertinent call and were like, I guess we'll just check out this suspicious truck later. Okay. Not truck, car. Corona. So, meanwhile, mm-hmm. Natalie, the girl on the trail, mm-hmm. never arrived home. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. This sucks. So police were notified. And this is at 2.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck Middle that. Middle of the day. Fuck uh, that. a fucking golf course. Nope. Fuck that. So her body was found eight hours later mm. in the bushes beside a bike trail. Mm. She was grabbed and dragged through an opening that had been cut in the fence. Oh. Yeah. This shit was like planned out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He had cut, I guess, multiple holes in this fence and like dragged her through one of them. What the fuck? To get to the other side that had, like, brush and stuff on it. Oh. That was, like, more, I don't know, dense. Yeah, that could, like, conceal. Mm-hmm. She had been stabbed in the neck, head, and chest area multiple times. Oh, my God. The police said that this was the most brutal attack yet. Jesus. But she put up a hell of a fight, and there was... <laughs> Skin and hair DNA Oh, from the attacker on her. Okay. So we got some evidence. Yeah. Is this the first time we're getting evidence? Yes. The okay. first two because the weather was bad. So what the? F- what's going on like, with the weather? I don't know. I'm assuming Is it rainy? That it, I think it was like rainy. So I'm assuming that it was like DNA? washed away. Yeah. yeah. But tsunami hit. <laughs> Sorry about it. In the middle of this farm. <laughs> In this paddock. Yeah. But this is the first one that they're actually getting DNA on, right? Okay. And also, side note, she had not been sexually assaulted. Okay. 
it still blows my mind that they were like probably looking at this car while this was going down. Literally. Yeah. The cops were like there and possibly could have stopped this attack or whatever. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. So police put together the two, like the fucking suspicious ass car and this attack, right? And when they checked the registration number that they had gotten on said suspicious car, mm-hmm. they learned that it belonged to Paul Denyer. Okay. So Paula was taken to the police station for questioning. She wasn't able to explain away these cuts and scratches that she had on herself. Mm-hmm. And she admitted to being in the area of all three of the murders. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to admit to at least this last one. Your fucking yeah. vehicles right there. Right. Yeah. This is bird watching in the area. Yeah. And then she gave a DNA sample. Okay. So then on August 1st, figuring that she was pretty fucked if they had DNA, right? Yeah. Like, if you're taking your DNA, then they probably have DNA. Yeah. So she admitted to the three murders. Wow. And the attack on Rosa and the multiple break-ins. Oh, shit. She was like, "Ah, clean. you got me. That shit was all me, right? Paula said that she had committed the murders because of a hatred of women, kind of like you were suggesting earlier. When they asked her if she hated these women or mm-hmm. if it was, like, women in general, she was just like, no, it's in general. That's fucking terrifying. Fucking terrifying. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. is why we have to be nice to people. Right? Yeah. Jesus. Paula was charged with three counts of murder and one of abduction. She pleaded guilty to all of them. Mm-hmm. And she was also diagnosed with a sadistic personality disorder. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> But not legally insane. They were just like, yeah, you got some fucked up shit going on. Like, you know this is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you like it. Yeah. Yeah. She was sentenced to three counts of life in prison with no parole. And she appealed and was given the opportunity for parole after 30 years. But, like, just that that's never going to happen. Yeah. On all, like, did she get three separate lives? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She got three life sentences. And they were like, well, you could try to parole after 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How does that work? Do you have to get that on all of your sentences? Like, I don't actually know. This yeah. one has no parole, so. <laughs> yeah, so you're Sorry. fucked anyway, even yeah. though you got this one with possibility. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Hmm. And then in 2003, Paula wrote a bunch of letters to family and other inmates, and they were known as the Paul Denyer letters. I guess they're fucking famous letters. Oh. And in said letters, she explained that she was now identifying as a woman, and she believed that her gender dysphoria is what led her to seek revenge against women. Kind of like what you were saying. Okay, so she transitioned in prison Mm -hmm. and is blaming that on all of this crazy-ass shit. Um, Yeah, well, basically saying that, like, her fucking struggle with her own gender identity and everything is why she had a hatred for women, Mm -hmm. and so that's why she was attacking women. Okay, but not, like, justifying what the fuck she did. Oh, not no, trying no, no, to no. justify anyway. No, no. Like, I, I know it doesn't justify for us. Yeah, it's just, like, it goes back to that whole, like, okay, but, like, plenty of people go through this and they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like the guy who just recently shot up, uh, like, massage parlor or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I was called fat. And everyone's like, yeah, man. Everyone has been. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't, don't fucking do that. kill people. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, I don't want this to be an insensitive question. Okay. <laughs> but I'm very curious. Mm-hmm. So generally in prison, the genders are separated, right? Mm-hmm. 
I believe that she is at a male's prison still. Okay, okay, okay. And she was not allowed to get gender reassignment surgery. Okay. Interesting. I guess it was a thing. She requested it and the prison denied it. And they were like, what about her rights? And then people are like, she killed a bunch of people. You kind of lose a lot of rights when you do that. Oh, I'm sure that's a big topic for a lot of fucking debates out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of fucking my mind up. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Now, do you think that because she is in a male prison that— I don't know for a fact that it's a male prison, but I'm pretty sure that it is. Okay. That that she is kept on the male side or whatever, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think she's, like, a fucking goddess around there? You Hot know? commodity? Yeah. Probably. You would imagine so, right? I would imagine so. I mean, just feminine guys yeah. are often a hot commodity. Yeah. I don't know. Just got that prison boyfriend. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have so many more questions. I don't have a lot of answers, but yeah. I'll try. So what happened with, I'll try to remember their names, mm -hmm. Donna mm -hmm. and Trish? Trisha, Tr yeah. Trisha. When Donna moved in with Trisha. Nothing else really happened. Okay. They were just like, he was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe someone would do that to you. Like, <gasps> I'll fucking kill him oh. if I ever see him. Oh, Paul said that? Mm-hmm. I thought that was Trisha saying that. Oh. So I was like, wow, she's ride or die, that motherfucker. That, oh, oh. oh. That's no. different. That was Paula. She was like, if they ever catch this person, I'm going to fucking kill them for you or I'll take care of them oh, for you. Oh, that talking, makes a lot more sense. Talking about herself. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. I thought it was Trisha and I was like, okay, where'd the rest of that story go for the record? Yeah, right. <laughs> or you just wanted me to know that Trisha was like a badass bitch. <laughs> she was like, I got this shit. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh my God. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Well, damn. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't like the cat thing. Yeah, what's All up with the, the cat? Is it like a, you know, I think pussy? Ah, got him. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was just like the psychopath killer thing, but it's just like the one animal either. that was always around. And there's always yeah. kittens, though. There's always Is that kittens. like a mother thing because well, they can bear kit. Am I just digging too far into this? Probably, but it was like yeah. June, so maybe that is that springtime. What the May? The the May? The month? Yeah. Is it like springtime? Is it June? So they fuck a lot. Cats, kittens come out in springtime. Oh, I was like, why does the month matter? I think it's like rabbits. I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't know. I also, don't know it was like the nineties, so nobody spayed or neutered your pets. Really? I don't know. That's I know, like a, Bob Barker was all about that's that. What I was gonna say Bob Barker had to drill it into our heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never realized it was such an issue. I remember as a kid being like, "Why does he always say that?" <laughs> yeah, because it was a big deal. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but oh, who also, knew? Who knew? That he would do such good for the world? Yeah. And also that, like, that would be such a large issue. You know, like, growing up, yeah. you think, like, wow, that's really important. And now I'm just like, yeah, everybody does that shit. Nobody wants to have to fucking take care of kittens. Yeah. I saw Unless a dog you're going to, like, breed them. I saw a dog with balls the other day. Ah, uh, Charlie has his balls. And I was like, H how? Who does that? Who does that? How? People like my brother. It's just... But he's not breeding them. He's just like, man, he's it's a fucking dog. I'm going to leave his balls on there. And I'm like, you do you, man. You do you. Then he just scrapes him on the couch as he crawls off. He fucking knows what he's doing. Oh, he totally does. Also, Charlie's so old now, though. If you took him away, he'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you can't just take those. What am I supposed to do in the afternoons? Yeah. <laughs> Other than lick my balls. <laughs> also, Donna's cat was named Buffy. Oh. Just, you know, a little vampire slayer. Anyway, yeah, that's my fucking story. Well, it that was... was a doozy. Ooh. 
pretty intense. I have to pee. I don't. But so we should close this up so that you can pee. Yeah. If you want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgdpodcast.com. There you will also find links to our merchandise, which I'm sure is perfect, right? Somebody was like, uh, can I not order any more that's meth dot mugs? So I think maybe we need to add that to our new ship. Yeah, I haven't fucked with our merch in like, I don't know, a year now. Mm. So I'll get I'll get on that again someday. Uh, also, <laughs> that was a nice way for me to bring it up because I keep forgetting to tell you that I saw that and then I didn't reply to the person and they like tweeted because oh. I was like, maybe Aaron will see it and reply because I don't even know what's going oh, on there. Totally didn't. Uh, we're going to fix that. <laughs> I'll get on it. I'll get right on that. Also, come support us on Patreon for Woo. as little as a dollar. You get all fucking access to our back episodes of extra episodes every month. You get one episode a month, and it's great. Also, if you support us with $10, then you get fucking video footage of all of the goddamn outtakes, a.k.a. just straight fucking us trying to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. And also, and you get all the back extra episodes. stories and shit. Oh, this one had a lot of extra stories and shit. <laughs> yeah. I was looking, and I'm like, we're at an hour 40. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, anyway. Yeah, come support us. We need it. It's getting hot in here, and we need a fucking air conditioner. <laughs> it's getting real hot in here. Sweating balls. Sweating fucking balls in this shed. Come follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ISGD Podcast. Come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. It's fun. Also, also you- sometimes we're on TikTok. Yeah, I really need to. Like, I was doing so well, and then all of a sudden I just haven't loaded any fucking videos. Maybe if I say it every time. There's going to be so many videos. <laughs> They'll just go through all the old shit and load it. Yeah. Maybe. Someday. If I ever get fucking a chance. If you ever get a moment. A moment like this. <gasps> okay. Uh, what else can they do? They can email us at isgpodcast. At gmail.com. I was like, dot com? Nope. That's not how it works. <laughs> Please subscribe, rate, and review. We live for those reviews. Yeah, we do. Tell us how awesome we are and go tell all your friends how awesome we are so that we can be very big and important someday. And someday you'll see us live on a stage. Right, Aaron? Totally. Yeah. And then you can also <laughs> snail mail Aaron at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And I think that is it. Whoop, whoop. Two dolls.